0: This album is dedicated to all
1: brothers and sisters, my men and my women, and yo, it's time put hands together, hop, hop, because we I'm talking about y'all is hip hop. It's hip hop, it's hip hop.
2: The stories of hip hop, of rap music, are the stories of a million MCs who inside of them, the words are coming, the words they need to make sense of the world around them words are witty and blunt, abstract and linear, sober and fucked up. And when we decode that torrent of words, by which I mean really listen to them with our minds and our hearts open, we can understand their world better, and ours too. It's the same world. This is Rhymes and Reasons. Uh, my name is Singh Vilaya Pai. I am originally from Laos which is in Southeast Asia, right in between Vietnam and Thailand. I go by Kid Jungle or Jungle. That's what everybody knows me in the hip-hop world. I kind of give them the choice of whether you can call me Sengvi vilai or you can call me Jungle. They both have a meaning to me. Here in America, a lot of people don't realize that, one, it is called a melting pot. You get a mix of cultures in here. But then at the same time, some people become so Americanized that they lose their original culture they come from. And, I mean, it's cool, yeah, you know, America's awesome. I love America, I love being an American. A lot of good things have come from here. You know, hip hop came from here. But at the same time, you know, the reason why I hang on to so much culture, whether it be Laotian culture or, for me, hip hop culture, is because it gives me more of a sense of self, sense of value, sense of morals. Yeah. KRS-One, Step Into a World. Dude, when that song came on, I was like, wow, I can't believe it. KRS-One has been around since the 80s and is still recognized as like a hip-hop pioneer. And He's very intelligent, very wise. You know, I've talked to the guy, he's mad humble, very respected figure. And the way he comes across as people is like, yeah, he comes from the street, he's an MC, but he's a very intelligent guy. So for me, like when KRS-One brought this song out and I seen it on MTV for the first time, VH or BET for the first time, it was amazing to me because at that time I was still coming up as a B-boy. So every time we seen Breaking on TV, we're like, oh, they're breaking on TV. You know, me and my boys, we used to always sit and wait for videos to come that would have breaking And we would record them and keep them as like archives. There was an EC Illa song on Ill. They had the Chicago Champions, which is from here. They're from here. The KRS One videos on there. They had Quick Step, who's from New York, Rockefeller, Awesome Female B girl from New York. The title itself says Step Into a World. So for me, when I heard it, it was like, okay, I'm about to step into that world. The world of breaking, the world of hip hop. It was great in how it was representing all the elements. You had KRS on there. He was representing the MC, you know it says cop breakdancing, boogie popping, locking. We only get better and only better we've gotten.
0: Oh. I'm about to hit you with that traditional style of rocking giving options for head
2: just talks about how we have to constantly get better as an mc b-boy any type of hip-hop is about evolution self-evolution evolution evolution as a culture community we have to get better and you can't be at a standstill once you're at a standstill you stop learning you stop progressing eventually when you get a standstill you start de-evolution because you're not you're not practicing you know you're not honing your skills you're not getting better as a person as any type of form of hip-hop you want to do that that's why hip hop has been so powerful. Hip hop culture is about self-improvement. It's what it is. Stuff that you learn, how to be a better breaker, how to be a better MC. You have to learn how to apply the skills in your own life to become a better person. The reason why Keras One has been around so long, because he just he does more than MC. Keras One is also a philosopher. He teaches about the culture. He reaches out to the community. He's made his own movements. He's got the temple of hip hop. For a time, he was uh, a professor at a university and he was teaching about hip hop culture. I'm,
0: I'm number one. Uh, I'm sorry, I lied. I'm number one, two, three, four, and five. Stop wasting your money on marketing schemes and pretty packages pushing dreams to the feet. A dope MC is a dope MC. With or without a record deal, all can see. K Rest me, son, I'm not the run of the mill, cause for the mill I don't want. Yes, yes, yo. You don't stop, K R S one, not all Yes, yes, yo. You don't stop, K R S one, not all Nineteen
2: ninety-five was when I started getting into the dance. I started popping first. Didn't do nothing about locking back then. When I started, it was because I had some guys in my neighborhood that were getting into it. And I would see them break. But officially, when I really started getting onto the floor was when I seen... and I mean, that sounds, It sounds mad cliche, but it's when I seen B Street on TV for the first time. And it was that battle scene. You know, when I seen that battle scene, them doing all the windmills and and turtles, crab walking, you know, hand glides. Instantly, it was just like, that's it. That's what I want to do right there. For me as a child, my parents were very strict traditional parents, couldn't go out and hang out with my friends. You know, I wasn't allowed to go out and kick it. <laughs> because of that, I, I really had no way of expressing myself. and. Finding individualism was really hard at that time because it was always about what my parents wanted me to do. And I was a straight A student, but then I always craved something more. I want to be able to be free and be me and let everybody know who I was. My sister had gotten me into music, but then when I started listening to music more. Millie Vanilli, Janet Jackson, a lot of dance music in that era. I used to dance even before I was breaking and, and popping, but like, fully totally by myself in the basement. And I don't even know what the hell I was doing. You know, I just remember like, wow, you know, I'm actually having a good time and I'm able to be by myself. My parents hated it. They hated it. They thought I was like strange for doing that. I just have a chip on my shoulder with my parents because they've never came out, seen me dance. They kind of just like left me alone because they realized I'm not going to quit. You know, I think about it like, how did my parents grow up? My mom's been working since she was a kid back in Laos because she had to. She never finished school. She had to go to work and sell stuff to feed her family. To get anything artistic or anything like that or getting paid for your talents is just like, Not something they couldn't even fathom. Same thing with my dad. My dad was a very intelligent student in school. Didn't go out, studied hard. He was like in the military for a little bit. When the Vietnam War was over, the communist army took over Vietnam again and started getting into Laos. You know, my dad was forced to be a part of the communist police because it was either that or you died. It was like, you either join us or you go to jail or we kill you. When he came over here, my dad was a school teacher, So he always instilled that upon us he was like your basic military dad son there's no talks about the birds and the bees there's no spiritual connection between us you do what i say so when i started dancing that was my way of releasing myself and i never left ever since Where I was stepping into the world of hip hop, into the world of breaking. This song was like one of the few songs that in that era that were showcasing all the elements of hip hop. Show breaking, show graffiti, show the MC, show the DJ. He talks about it. He talks about how people have to have skills now. You know, it says right here stop wasting your money on marketing schemes and pretty packages pushing dreams into being. It's not about how many records you sell. And he still talks about that. Oh no,
0: I don't want to go pop. Too much soul, rhythm and blues or and beat. you see, all that's cool But hip-hop and rap, yeah, that's where my heart's at Even back when I used to break on the box Backspin for backspin, even while I'm rapping, Before I had a record, I always kept on clappin' freestyling on the block, now I chief rock I always entertain by diggin' in my cracks My brain, so if it's gonna rain, let it rain I spoke you with the hit, make you jump like House of Pain
2: Early 90s, mid-90s was when hip hop as a culture was resurging again, and they were going back to the elements. Breaking was making a resurgence into the mainstream. You started hearing stuff about Rocksteady Crew again, started seeing breaking in videos again. By, you know, like 85, 86, all the way up to like 1990, hip hop kinda like, as a culture, kinda went like underground, you know, it didn't die. It died maybe on TV and just went back underground. And it started making its way back into the mainstream slowly around that time, like '90s era. So, like for me, I'm I'm from that generation, the '90s era. A lot of great music was coming out at that time, and it was only natural that, of course, all the other elements were following. Yeah, oh, now that's
1: what I'm talking about. Now that's some of that real gangsta shit coming from an original nigga, yeah, that nigga from the street. Yeah. Rich- yeah. streets. A lot of my
2: friends that I grew up with, a lot of like my Laotian friends, a lot of gang representation was coming up in rap. You know, that's when Tupac was big. A lot of West Coast rap was coming over. Guy like mc and They
1: on the One. I just can't handle this in the land of
2: the kind of fell under that and you know I listened to it and I liked it it was cool good party music but then it was just like okay it's it's not really some people connect so much with the music that they picture themselves doing it but that's because they don't have really a sense of self I did it for a little bit yeah because my boys that I grew up with they were doing it and one day when I was still learning how to break and it was, it was fairly new to me. They basically gave me a choice. We're, we're starting a gang. We want you to be in our gang. And these are the people we hate. These are the people we roll with. We want you to be part of that. Okay, we got guns, we got drugs we're gonna sell. You know, we want you to be a part of that.
1: So and I was just like,
2: no, not really. I don't, I don't want to. You're, you're my guys. I like hanging out with you, but that's not me. I'm not gonna get into that. At that time, my number one thing that I love was
1: dancing.
2: I had a really traumatic experience in my life. It was when people that. Wanted me to be in the gang because I didn't join their gang. They put me out as an outcast. If you're not with us, you're against us. And I got set up at this guy's house where I ended up in this basement. They were all gonna jump me, trying to say, trying to put a whole bunch of shit on me that was like totally untrue. I was just like, what? Like, how can you guys say all this stuff about me? Like, you, you guys are supposed to be one of my boys. I would never do that to you guys. For me, growing up as a kid, I always had this wanting sense to try to find friends that I could belong to or search for a family, you know a family type field because I, I didn't really get that in my in my own home. So I kind of strayed away from them started hanging out with my new friends. It's Mexican guys that were breakers. They just started breaking too. I was actually ahead of them a few months. We started practice together. We had similar styles.
0: Commentating, illustrating, descriptions given. Adjective expert, let's work to your neck curve. Like bed work, I rock You ain't really ready for the teacher. Just when you thought you had to lick. I come up quick with another hit. Oh, shit.
2: The first video that I actually had a hold in my hand that I seen at a video store was this, this video called The Mighty Popalots instructional breakdancing video. They were teaching how to pop. They were teaching how to do certain breaking moves, and I just remember watching these videos and just slowing them down, rewinding them again, or doing it in slow motion. Like I just watch how would they get into their windmills how they would do certain footwork technique. It was cool, but it was kind of cheesy at the same time. You could tell it was like, it's not really like authentic. The first two videos that we got a hold of, The Art of B-Boying, which was a video about Florida crews. That's the first time I seen like Street Masters crew. Those videos, the first videos that i seen that breakers were doing, like freezes, more transition stuff and harder power moves. Before, of course, the the stuff that we watch on TV just focused on just the power moves. So that encouraged me to keep continuing. Me I feel because of the way that I've grown up and the experiences I have, a lot of times I feel like I'm pretty much alone in this world. And this, this song kind of came at me kind of like in a dark area of my life. And this is when my second child was born. The song just means so much to me. I mean, you look, look at the title itself, Alone I Break. I'm a b-boy. I've always, throughout these years, have stayed breaking by myself. In these last maybe four or five years, out of the 17 years I've been breaking, was the first time that I've had any type of crew interaction or anything like that. I've always been on the solo tip. The song also represents sometimes like, because I am, I'm, I'm in this world by myself. I carry my own burdens. I get myself through these things. I have help from people, but sometimes I feel like they will never understand where I fully come from. I used to have suicidal thoughts. It's because of a lot, you know, like for one, when I was growing up as a kid, my parents were always constantly moving. I probably went to like six, seven different schools before I finished high school. So like an actual set of friends, it was like, I never really kept close They've to them. This one particularly, you know, I was with my my youngest daughter, her mom. We were together. I quit breaking, quit practicing. Not that I quit breaking, but I quit practicing. You know, I went through a lot of identity problems at that time. I was doing a lot of soul searching. There would be a lot of times where I was lost and I felt like I was alone. And I'm thinking to myself, here I am. What do I love the most? I love dancing. I had nobody to really connect with. They were just like, he's 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 the breaker. He break dances. And I went through a lot of... A lot of shit. I stopped listening to rap music as a whole. I stored all the shit that pertained to, like, that lifestyle, thug lifestyle, all that West Coast shit. Put that all away. Started going to raves then. After a while, it's just like, okay, that's not real. You know, I can't live my life going to raves all the time. Then my daughter was born and I had a car accident. So I chilled out and break in. It was something I always wanted to go back into, but I couldn't find the resources or the people to connect with. So I felt always like I was by myself.
0: I will make it go away. I will so be gone.
2: <laughs> you look at it, it almost sounds like it's suicidal in a sense. You know, it reflects certain points in my life where I felt very really suicidal. I lived here in Edgewater, had this really dope ass apartment. I was living with my youngest, my youngest daughter, her mom at the time. She didn't work. I paid for everything. I had two cars at a time. I was letting her drive my cars around. It was, it was nice. I liked it, but she was fucked up off drugs and she was bringing me, sucking me into that world. I was trying to help her. I stayed with her to help her out because I was, you know, I loved it. I was in love with her and I wanted her to be my wife. But she couldn't overcome the drugs. The drugs eventually took over. Started lying, disappearing, not coming back, She's seeing shit on her face, and she was she was hooked up on the hard stuff—cocaine, crystal meth, smoking weed, smoking cigarettes like crazy. She was killing herself. Eventually, we we ended our relationship. And anytime you're in love with somebody, it's, it hurts. I am hoping I can find- So I commuted every day to go over there 45 minutes to an hour come back, go to sleep wake up, go to work, come back go to sleep, and so I was like dude man, all this shit that I have home entertainment system, computer meaningless to me, it was nothing I, I wasn't living a life, my life was coming home, going to bed, seeing my kid, I had no time for myself, you know, she got lost in her own world, got sucked into that, couldn't get out of it, we ended up drawn apart from each other and I was I was I was struck. I almost committed suicide at that point. And the funny thing is that what saved me was that I just I ended up drinking too much and passed out. And I just woke up the next day like, wow, I guess it wasn't meant to be. <laughs> At that time, that really reflected where I was. I didn't know where I wanted to be. I didn't know who, what my purpose in life was. 2005, I had found my buddy Brave Monk. He's another breaker. And I had a nice epiphany that day. I had to think to myself, what point in my life was where I was truly happy? That's when I was dancing. It's when I was breaking. It's when I was a b-boy. Fuck, why am I not doing that now? Brayman was like coming up as a B boy here in Chicago scene, started making a name for himself. He was a really spiritual dancer. You know, you could tell by the way he danced that he really sucks himself into the music. When I seen that, I was like, yo, I need to be at that level again and quit my job, being a chef. I was like, fuck it, I don't care. I ended up selling selling one of my cars, got rid of that, lost my apartment, and I'm having to move back home to my parents. Just. Basically, gave up that lifestyle and put it all behind me, and started focusing on the
0: dance. It's the end of the Jiggy era. People
1: on the planet Earth are tired. Are tired. In an effort to aid in the great shift, millions of light bodies incarnate. You're up
2: this high, but then you hit rock bottom, and you got to like build yourself back up. And the way I did it was with this dance. That's how I was able to develop my own character again find out my sense of worth, my sense of purpose, figure out who I was, you know? And then this represents my life, 2005, up until recently, the last couple of years, Superstar. Chaos is an amazing artist. A lot of his songs portray to the b-boy. It has that, that breaky feel. B-boys break to heavy percussion. And a lot of his songs do that. You know, when you look at a lot of this song, you know, the, instantly, it's the end of the jiggy era. People on the planet Earth are tired. It says, in an effort to aid a great ship of millions of bodies incarnate, get up to rock mics. That basically talks about, like, my life find right now. Alright, it's the end of all the materialism, everything that's superficial. It doesn't make you happy 100%. Once 2005 came around, I got rid of all that shit. I need to start getting into a culture that had more content, that had more relevance to my life. Something that will aid me and build me up as a person boy and hip-hop culture that's what i got into he started taking me to all these jams all these events that pertain to hip-hop culture the latin world you know we started going to like bomba events uh, events with like capoeira house music He was getting me involved into that we always would go out all the time dancing different forms of music different events meeting different types of people I finally found where I wanted to be.
1: When I was a kid, I liked electric car for me. Now I'm all grown, living life to the bone. told tone, should take me home. Back to the seventh sun, the seventh one. When I drop patience, Kevin's done. This eloquent vernacular is black enough to bring the change of Dracula. I'm hitting him with synonym adrenaline. Then ascending up to the kingdoms of the heavens, and a matter of time before
2: when I was dancing, I felt like I was the superstar. 2005, that was. That was my first trip to New York, and, and actually it was the first time I actually flown on a plane to go anywhere. I really started super expanding my horizon. Flew to New York, met a lot of original Rocksteady crew members, met Ken Swift. Ken Swift is like the most influential b-boy in the world. To be able to meet this guy on his birthday jam, and I these are people that I like used to watch in videos when I was young, they were celebrities to us, and they were gods to us. He was like, you know what, I'm just like you. You know, I bleed, I have to pay bills, I have children to raise, I'm trying to survive. Do this for the love. I don't do this for trying to be rich. That to me made me realize that there is nobody in this world that I would think is above me. We're the same people. We're still trying to survive. We're still trying to live out our dreams. I want to be the superstar of my own world. I want to be the God of my own world. I want to big myself up to being so confident in myself that I can do anything that I want to.
0: She's a superstar, you can't change the world, you're a superstar, oh I love this girl, she's
2: a superstar. I was working my job, my boy Brave Monk texted me and he was like, yo Jungle, there's this uh, competition going on today, right after you get off work. The winners get flown out to China. And I was like, what? Fuck it, let's do it. Let's do it. Got together. like a simple game plan. Made it to the finals. We stayed up till one in the morning, putting together routines and a show. And I had to work the next day. We ended up losing by one point. One point. Week later, right, had to be the most happiest day, one of the most happiest days of my life. Get a phone call from them. They're like, yo, jungle. We just feel that last week during the competition, it was such a hard decision between the two crews. We're gonna take both of you guys. We're gonna take both crews. Yeah, so you're going to China. We got together, started doing the production. We had a band with us too, so we sectioned it off to where we have dance piece, then a musical piece, then a dance piece, then a musical piece, then a dance piece. Worked out really well to where everybody was getting a shine. And the reason why I became director because I was the only person that was able to put so much energy into it. And they seen that in a month time, it was it was pretty good. We went out to China and did the show. People liked it. We had a really good response. We had a huge crowd, people watching us. It's probably one of the greatest experiences I've ever had. And then it just it goes back to that song. I'm the superstar. There should not be something in this world I cannot achieve.
1: Yeah. Niggas want to talk about this rap shit. Niggas want to talk about this money. About these cars. These homes. These labels. Clothes, niggas. Big money shit. And everybody trying to get rich. Then get rich, niggas. Some rap pioneer.
2: Carry on tradition, Nas. Nas is, is definitely an mc that's came from that street life, and he talks about it. This song talks about staying humble, learning to respect one another, but at the same time stay up on your skills. People want to talk about this rap shit, talk about money, about these cars, homes, labels, cold sneakers. Now everybody's trying to get rich, talk about shit that doesn't even sometimes don't even have relevance to them, but they want to do it because that's the trend. But then in the end they lose the essence of what it is in the first place. Reasons why you go into it. Everybody's
1: a rapper, a few flow fatal is fucked up. It all started from two turntables. When they crown you and you rise up to your position, carry on tradition. When they knight you and you go to fight, go to war, don't petition. Carry on tradition. Carry on tradition. Carry on, ca- carry on, carry on tradition. Carry on when they
2: crown you, you rise up to position, carry on tradition. When they knight you, you, when you go in the fight, you go to war, don't petition, carry on tradition. When you rep or re-rep, you carry on tradition. Which basically means, like, you got to keep these young generation in check. Build a community by, one, keeping in touch with the generations. You got to check the young culture to respect the elders. Without that respect, you know, obviously you get that generation gap, and then you get the different interpretations. Of what hip-hop is. And they forget that in hip-hop. Because hip-hop is such a rebellious movement. A lot of youth grasp onto it so much for days. Because that's what it is. It's rebellious music. So, in essence, we have to instill knowledge. It goes back to the elements of hip-hop. The fifth element of hip-hop. Which is knowledge. Which means learning your culture. Learning the pioneers. Learning about yourself. Learning how to... Each one, teach one, give back to the community. Now some
1: of these new rappers got the cap flipped backwards with their fingers intertwining. Some gangs are madness. I got an exam, let's see if y'all pass it. Let's see who can quote a daddy cane line the fastest. Some of you new rappers, I don't understand your code. You have your man shoot you like in that soprano episode. Do anything to get in the game. Mix tapes, you spit hate against bosses. Hungry fucks are moralists. You should be tossing the pit full of unfortunate vocalists. Niggas, I could've wrote your shit. I had off time, was brought with I'm making a really
2: huge effort thing. in giving back to the community of hip-hop. You know, this represents the last two years of my life. And independent artists teaching classes, teaching workshops, performing arts, collaborating with artists. I work with these two pioneers now, Poppin' and Chuck and Cobra King. Cobra King's from Chicago. Pop and Chuck's originally from LA. For them, it's just like, okay, we love this dance so much, where do we go with it? And so it's like, for me, I want to give back and help them out. Help them carry on, help them find open doors to opportunities. Keep doing what they're doing, doing what they love.
1: Now I carry on tradition. Fuck a bum whack rapper making his career out of this. Peace to the struggling artists and dead ones gone, we miss 'em. I promise i carry on tradition. When they crown you and you rise up to your position, carry on tradition. When they knight you, and you go to fight, go to war, don't petition. Carry on tradition.
2: He's kinda of kept that like that same style. For me, it's like when I look into that, it's like it's the same thing with me. But for a while, when I was still soul searching, I was just like, okay, you know, maybe I'll be this person and then I'll be B-Boy on the side. But now it's just like, no, I'm a B-Boy every day, all day, all year round. And that's what I like about Nas, man. Nas is, he's, he's definitely kept the same. He's always been the same Nas all year round.
1: Uh-huh, they ready. Yeah. Word. Got some Remy Martin, some good ass cigars. Check it out. A hey, yo, late night candlelight fiend with diesel in his needle. Queensbridge leader, no equal. I come from the will of Ezekiel to pop thousand dollar bottles of Scott, smoke pot, and heal of people. Any rebuttal to what I utter get wise, cut a counter many bad honeys. I slut it's a hot number. Name a nigga under the same sky that I'm under. Who gets money but may fly? Yeah, I wonder. I slutter as love, but now's
2: hip hop culture. Is the only culture that I've gone into where. I don't feel like an outsider. It's because of hip hop culture that I have actually had a more appreciation for culture, my culture, and then myself. Just how it is, just how I am. Because of everything, all my experiences, my knowledge, and everything like that, I share that with other people because as a kid, I've never had that. I had no one tell me, share their experiences with me, give me their wisdom. Never shown how to break. Learned on my own. Never had anybody training me. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to tell the new generation. I want to teach them, I want to help them, but at the same time be like, okay, now it's your turn. Take what I taught you, that's your foundation. Go on your own now, go on your own.